Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey y'all, how's it going out there? It's a new year, new decade, isn't that some shit right there? Last year flew by, but I'm looking forward to this new time, a lot of goals, a lot of aspirations, and I hope that you have the same. This episode is going to be about rock bottom. Now, I could probably talk at length about rock bottom, but I'll try to be as concise as possible. Usually, At the beginning of the year with all the new year resolutions and everything like that, after coming out of a period of hardcore partying and socializing, drinking, or whatever else you may be into, no shame here, no shade at all, Um, you may be coming out and be like, well, maybe I overdid it just a little bit, or I can't shake it off like I used to, or I just don't feel the same, or it's not as fun. So you may be sitting there thinking like, well, maybe I'll slow down a bit, maybe, or maybe deep down you think, maybe I have a little bit of a problem. You know, you may not want to admit it to those nearest and dearest. And I mean, hell, you may not even want to fully admit it to yourself. But I just kind of wanted to talk about rock bottoms. What is it? What does it mean? I want to say that this podcast is, of course, about more about recovery or life recovery. So I will always probably err on the side of talking about it through just like addiction, because that's something that I went through. But it could be applied to anything. You can hit a rock bottom when it comes to like physical rock bottom. I would say that is like something that like happened to you. So maybe if it was like addiction related, it could be an OD, like overdose or a DUI, things like that. Financial, that's pretty self-explanatory. I would think emotional, which is just something like really personal and private to use and may not manifest itself physically, or it could be a mix of things. I want to say that rock bottom, it's, you don't necessarily just to have one big one. It can be sometimes like a DUI can really like shock the shit out of you. Um, and then you'll be like, I need to get my life in order. Sometimes it takes 10 of them. Sometimes it takes jail time. Sometimes it takes seeing a good friend piss their life away or die. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to get really dark and morbid, but what I'm trying to say is like everyone's rock bottom is really personal to them. It is not something that you could say, well, that's just a rock bottom. And that's when, that's what happens when you hit it. And I'm not going to consider myself hitting that until something like this happens. Like it's personal to you. It's your why, basically, like why I need to stop what I'm doing because it's not helping my life. Why I want to start decide to really take better care of myself. That's basically it. So it could be once, it could be 20 times, it could be anything in between. If it is addiction related, I feel that you really need to sit and assess and ask yourself like really hard questions and be honest with yourself. You know, it's not easy or it's not pleasant to admit to yourself that you may have a a dependency. You may not have control over something that you see other people in your life and they have control over it. And you can start going to a spiral in your head. I know for alcohol addiction, there are plenty of tests that you can take online. I'll link to one um, and just go through some questions. You just pick the one that's best for you. But I I was looking at the questions while I was writing my notes for this podcast. And I was like, your girl checked off so many of these. And I actually really didn't take a test going through those questions now and remembering how I 
thought back then because it hasn't been that long. I've it's only been a year, so yay for a year of sobriety. But I was like, damn, I was on some other stuff, you know? When it comes to my rock bottom, I think I've had a series and a mix of them. I've had it's not linear. I would specify or preface that because it's life. Life is not just one necessary. As much as we think it's linear, it's not really. There's a lot of stops and starts. You go all over which every which way. And the same thing with your rock bottom. I've had a lot. I've never had a physical one in the sense of like a DUI, but I mean, I've had other things that have happened. I've been drunk and I've destroyed property that wasn't mine. I used to drive drunk a lot when I was in Atlanta. That's not something I like to brag about now, but I've shown up plenty of places and had conversations and don't remember anything until I woke up the next day and I was sobering up at that point. I've had issues with people and things like that happening to me while I was under the influence of things. For me, getting sober... I had a lot of other times in my life where you would think, oh, when that happened, you you stopped, right? And I'd be like, no, I didn't. I mean, I was slowed down, but I didn't really think I had a problem. So when I realized at the end of last year, it was more than just me having a little too much fun. It had to do with two things, honestly. I had a health scare. I was really sick in December. I ended up having to go to the ER and they did all these tests on me and they actually ended up doing a test on my liver because they did some blood work and my enzymes are elevated. I was like, what? And I ended up going back to my primary care doctor. I showed her the results from my stay in the ER and she's like, well, I want to do like a sonogram on your liver to make sure everything's okay. And she's like, you can't drink before you have this test. You know, I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I can do that. I was lying through my ass, but I honestly thought at the time that it would have been fine. But I drank probably every day up until that test. And then I went to have the test, got the results back. And I had fatty liver. I was starting to have cirrhosis. So she called me and she, well, she reamed me in the office. And she's like, are you trying to kill yourself? I talked about it briefly here, but I don't think I got into the specific. She's like, at your age, are you really trying to kill yourself? You shouldn't have symptoms of cirrhosis. You shouldn't have like fatty liver. And at the time I was like severely obese, like severely obese. And then I was drinking every day. So she was like, you just need to really get your act together or else you're just going to just say like, you know, rest in peace, Cynthia. And that freaked me out because I'm just like, what? You know, I'm just living life. I'm just doing me like I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not. And but then there's also the emotional component. Like I was just so beaten down by life um, at that time. And just because I was internalizing so many things from people and my job, know how to separate myself from that. I was just used to always holding every all the negative about me and not really amplifying the positive that manifested a lot in just like my drinking and things like that. And then I also had, I talked about earlier about having in another podcast about getting really blackout, wasted, drunk at a friend's Christmas party and doing whatever with this guy and just showing my ass and just like that type of thing. And I think there's the combination of the two of those things happening at the same time was just like enough is enough. Like, you know, I have to lo- I have to love myself. I have to figure this shit out. Or I just say I'm going to be a train wreck. That to me was what symbolized me wanting to get sober and change my life. And then I just haven't looked back since. But it took me a while to get there. And there's a lot of stops and starts along the way with different things that have happened. But eventually you'll hit your why. 
And it could be a big thing or small thing. I don't even want to say like it's a big or small thing. It'll be, like I said, personal to you. And then you'll just be like, I can't. Like life is too precious to me. I'm too precious. I need to get my shit together. Ha ha ha. (laughs) So that is kind of like how I would look at phrasing. What is it? How is it? And then, of course, you know, a little bit of my story. And then, but what can a rock bottom symbolize? I mean, truthfully, I feel like a lot of it's change. If you surrender or you let yourself go enough in this process, it's like period of growth. It's about you questioning everything about yourself and your life and who's in it and what has happened. And it can be quite overwhelming at times. And it's like, you're just like, whoa, you know, I just never knew I felt this way. Your ego will take a huge fucking hit because a lot of the times we have like this idea or notion about ourselves, whether it's from like society or your peers or how you just think that you come across. And then when you go through something like this, you're going to be like, whoa, I can be an asshole. I am more selfish. I know for me, like I used to think I was kind of like a selfless person, but there's a lot of elements of me that were quite selfish. I wasn't the best friend. I wasn't very, I wasn't communicative. It's not something I was really great at. I'm better at it now, but I'm still working through things, you know? But you have to really humble your ass. And that's not easy to do. You looking at you as you truly are, not what you think that you are. The denial game is strong, my friends. So just know that this isn't going to be a tough nut to crack for you. Or it may come easy. If it comes easy, hey, kudos to you. I mean, I tip my hat, even though I'm not wearing one. And then you also have a lot of fear and anxiety because change. A lot of people are not comfortable with change. A lot of people run away from change. Um, they rather just sit in what's familiar, even if they're miserable, and just sit and wallow in it than actually say, like, I'm going to be proactive and change the course of my life. I'm not saying there's that's a bad way to be. If, you know, people are people. People do as people do. But just know that there's going to be a certain level of fear and anxiety that comes up because it's just all new. And it can be, like I said, overwhelming. And you have your coping mechanisms and your defenses and your social conditioning. That's a lot of stuff to try to like unpack and look at differently. It's just a lot of stuff that's going to be happening to you at once. But once you start really sorting through it and sifting through it, a lot of things will start to make sense to you. You will start to make sense to you, I would say. Not a lot of other things, but you will start to make sense. And I think that is the purpose of a true rock bottom is that you will understand you. That will bring your confidence because you will know yourself inside and out, the good and the bad. Because I think there's an element of being able to say, I'm not so great at this. I'm going to try harder or I'm not. I feel fine with where I am with that. I think there's an element of freedom with being able to say that and express that. Things you should know about this. I would say, like I said earlier, this your path is not going to be linear. There will be stops and starts. You'll get frustrated. You weren't born with the ability to walk or talk ride a bike, any of that shit. Same thing here. You're learning a lot of stuff. It's going to take you time to master it. You're going to mess up. Be okay with making the mistakes because at least you're trying. I mean, my first year, I've made so many mistakes, you know, and (laughs) I, I mean, I could just go on, but it's like me trying to communicate, me trying to be present, me trying not to like run. And there's just a lot happening but I didn't give up. I kept trying. It landed sometimes and sometimes it didn't. And it's like, you know, but at least I feel good in the sense that I tried something new and different for me instead of just sticking to what I know and just keeping going in the same path that I've been pursuing most of my life. 
I also think you will get a sense of accountability for yourself in particular, which I think is amazing. I know people are so afraid of that word. I've heard people say they hate that word. And I could see why, because it's sort of like you are someone is saying like, you are responsible for this. I'm holding you to this standard for this. And I know that could be overwhelming for people because some people just want to coast or they want to give you what they think is the best for them, you know? So I know the word is tricky. I happen to love that word now. Being accountable to yourself is the only way that I think you can truly grow. It's not being accountable to someone else. It's not being accountable to your your loved ones, your spouse, your family, your dog, nothing. It's about you. And you saying like, you know what? I'm going to put me first. I'm going to figure me out. I'm going to try some things that are new for me. And I'm going to make sure that it happens. And when I feel like I'm sliding, I'm going to say what? Cynthia, you're sliding. You're fucking up. And either I'm going to be, all right, I need that time to reassess or figure it out. Or I'm going to be like, no, I want to accomplish this. I'm going to come back and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep at it. You know, but you need to have that level of like rigor and discipline because I think accountability and discipline is we go hand in hand, but you need to have that for you. But it's life changing once you get that, like once you get a grasp of that, I think the complaining, the level of complaining and casting blame will probably drop a fair bit. Not saying it is not there because, you know, you want to vent and say things from time to time. You still have your moments of woe is me, but you'll be able to say, you know what? I'm just having a moment. You know, I'm not going to wallow in it. And then you're going to pick your, be able to pick yourself out of it and then keep moving. And I think that's cool. Your level of compassion and empathy will definitely grow. I thought I was empathetic before. Man, crazy how much I can be able to look at things and see that it from the perspective of the other person and feel for them, not necessarily take it on, but feel for them. And I'm like, man, it's like something that I know about you personally. And this is how you're being triggered and how it shows up for you. And I don't think I would have ever been able to get to this level unless I had my rock bottom because I had to be humbled in that way. Going through your rock bottom, I would like to give you three things you can do, you know, because there's going to be a lot of work, a lot of, and that stuff can be hard and very draining. Don't shy away from that though. Keep at it. But I understand that it can't be on 9.510 all the time. Totally get it. I would say one thing to remember is treat yourself kindly. You're going through a lot. You are assessing a lot. And that's okay. Don't feel bad about it. Don't guilt yourself about it. Don't feel shame about it. And don't let anyone else make you feel guilty or shameful about it. Because this is something that is commendable and admirable. You are drastically trying to alter your trajectory. And I could just keep coasting if you wanted to, but you're just like, no, I love and value myself more. I think that's amazing. So remember to always treat yourself kindly, even though it can be hard to do in this process, especially as you're unlearning a lot of your faulty programming and wiring from things that happened to you when you're younger or traumatic experiences you've had while just going through life. I have a podcast about guilt and shame. I'll link it in the notes as well. If you want to take a listen, Number two, find a positive outlet. I'm a creative person, so a lot of my outlet had to do with writing. A lot of had to do with my photography. My photography changed a lot last year. It went from doing like a lot of shots of things or people to like self-portraiture and then pushing myself, even the self-portraiture and just things that I would shoot and what things I would highlight about myself and just embracing me and what I look like and my body and stuff like that. 
and being okay with that and standing in that, you know? And then dancing became a thing of like how I also express myself and move my body and what I can say with it and who can see it in this way and be vulnerable and exposed. So I would say try to find something that is personal for you and have that be your outlet in order to like help you with your healing. And it can be very focused and it can be very constructive for you. It doesn't have to be creative. It could be whatever you want to do. Have it be constructive. That's the key. And healthy. Um, And then finally, my last tip would be people. I know you may want to spend more time alone. I get that. I was very, I like to spend a lot more time alone. Or if I did, I was very selective about the people that I hung out with last year. And I think that was for the best just because of where my mind was. But you need to surround yourself with people that will elevate your vibe at the basic level of it, that will champion your growth, that are not threatened by it, that won't make fun of it or trivialize it. That may be people currently in your life or it may not be. You never know. I know there's there's certain people in my life that have championed me for day one. And then for me to be this vulnerable, they have shown up in an amazing way. And there's people that I've met through the course of last year, and they have shown up for me in an amazing way, too. And then there's people that I've met through all the years or since I've been in New York, and I thought we were cool, but I've changed a lot, and we're just no longer on the same page anymore. That's just life. No ill will to anyone, really. You need people that will help and celebrate your healing or not afraid of that and be open to new experiences because you deserve it. So yeah, rock bottoms. If you are feeling like you've had one, if you think you've had some in the past, if you're just going through this whole journey because you're like new year, new me, a lot of these tips can apply to that as well. Like I said, just three things to always remember. Treat yourself kindly through this process. Find a positive outlet in some kind of way, whatever that is for you, creative or otherwise, and people. People during such a sensitive time for you will definitely be key just so you feel loved and supported as you're just sifting and going through and digging into all this. Things will get better. It will just take time. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you're always going to be learning. That's what's so great about life. It will be okay. I promise. That's it for this episode of the year. The first one of 2020. It's kind of (laughs) crazy. If this resonated with you in any way, please let me know. I love to hear from people direct message me. I always respond, email me, tweet at me if you would like. I will have these tips up on my Instagram page if you just want a one quick hit. And if any of this moves you, feel free to leave me a review. I love that stuff as well. But in the meantime, have a great day, a great start to your year. Take care and I will talk to you soon. Bye.